0: and signed a petition for Melissa Lucille so that she will not be executed on April the 27th. The charge that she has against her is that she killed her daughter, but there is a lot of evidence that her daughter was actually pushed down a flight of stairs by one of the other siblings. There was never a proper investigation of her daughter's death. She does not deserve to be executed. When she had to suffer, the tragedy of her daughter's death. There is a documentary about this incident, The State of Texas versus Melissa. Please watch this documentary. It's on Hulu and on some of the other platforms. We can actually stop the execution if we can all get together and sign a petition to save Melissa Lucio's life. Watch the film, sign the petition, make the phone calls, help us save Melissa Lucille's life? Hello, I'm Dolores Huerta and I am appealing to all of you to please join us and sign a petition for Melissa Lucille so that she will not be executed on April 27th. The charge that she has against her is that she killed her daughter, but there is a lot of evidence that her daughter was actually pushed down a flight of stairs by one of the other siblings. There was never a proper investigation of her daughter's death. She does not deserve to be executed when she had to suffer the tragedy of her daughter's death. There is a documentary about this incident The State of Texas versus Melissa. Please watch this documentary. It's on Hulu and on some of the other platforms. We can actually stop the execution if we can all get together and sign a petition to save Melissa Lucio's life. Watch the film, sign the petition, make the phone calls, help us save Melissa Lucio's life. Si se puede. And I am appealing to all of you to please join us and sign a petition for Melissa Lucille so that she will not be executed on April 27th. The charge that she has against her is that she killed her daughter, but there is a lot of evidence that her daughter was actually pushed down a flight of stairs by one of the other siblings. There was never a proper investigation of her daughter's death. She does not deserve to be executed when she had to suffer the tragedy of her daughter's death. There is a documentary about this incident, The State of Texas versus Melissa. Please watch this documentary. It's on Hulu and on some of the other platforms. We can actually stop the execution if we can all get together and sign a petition to save Melissa Lucio's life. Watch the film, sign the petition, make the phone calls, help us save Melissa Lucio's life. Si se puede.
1: Hello. Lisa. And uh, Shane Claiborne is here, Ali Sullivan. Uh, John's on from his place with uh, Brother Bobby. And we're here in the kitchen of Hope Esperanza, Melissa's mother. And we've got other family members who will be popping in. There's Charles over on this side. We've been here in Harlingen and, and Cameron County um, creating good trouble today. So, um, we want to hear a little bit about that, but I want to in, introduce our special guest uh, today, who's going to be in a, 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 um, a leadership role. Where, where Shane is Shane Claiborne is with us on multiple things, we've got a much bigger audience than we normally do today. So, Shane,
2: welcome. Yeah, thanks, buddy. And uh, first of all, uh, my my heart is with all of you down there in Texas, especially the Lucio family and. Uh, I've been with John on a call or two, and I've been really carrying y'all in my heart and in my prayers. Uh, You know, the death penalty is one of those things that a lot of us can avoid talking about. It's not on a lot of people's radar. Um, and, And one of my friends said that privilege is being able to choose which justice issues you care about and which ones you don't. And so thank you all for joining tonight, especially if you're Leaning in for the first time, we're going to have some pastors and friends in Texas that are going to share in a little bit. We're going to really listen to the the family members and loved ones and the friends of Melissa Lucio. Um, So just say that for me, this week has been a really significant one because in the Christian tradition, uh, we began Lent, the season leading up to Easter, the, the 40 days or so before Easter, And we often begin that with some self-reflection and we get ashes on Ash Wednesday put uh, on our head um, for Ash Wednesday. And the person who put the ashes on my head was Naomi Tutu, who is Desmond Tutu's daughter, uh, the late Archbishop of of, uh, South Africa. And Desmond Tutu said so powerfully that the death penalty Uh, it undermines the possibility of redemption, both for those who have been harmed and those who have done harm. And he was one of those passionate voices that said the death penalty just really mirrors the evil that we're trying to heal the world of. And uh, it was right after uh, Ash Wednesday that we received these images that some of you may have seen Um, uh, these Images of Jesus's death. Um, this one, this is one of fifteen images that we have, and they were painted by by men on death row in Tennessee. And uh, we've shared these on our website because what I think is so powerful about this. I mean, for for hundreds of years, Christians have done something called Stations of the Cross, where we reflect on Jesus's own execution and what it means for us today. And many of us do that during, uh, you know, the Holy Week or Easter. But what is so heavy on my heart this year is that as we are reflecting on the most famous execution in history, the crucifixion of Jesus, there are several governors who will be worshiping that same Jesus in Texas and Tennessee and other, other states as well that will then begin to plan the execution of other human beings. And it's, I think, one of the clearest cases of we've missed the whole point, right? If we're, mis- if we're worshiping the executed and risen Savior on Sunday, the one who said, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy, and yet we don't extend that mercy to someone else. Uh, it seems like the, the the deepest, most troubling contradiction uh, of in hypocrisy. And so we we want to invite all of you who especially identify as Christian and come from the Christian tradition who love Jesus to contact Governor Abbott uh, and Governor Lee in Tennessee, uh, but particularly tonight as we remember Melissa. Uh, we want you to contact Governor Abbott and say, as a Christian, I find this really, really troubling. We should be the champions of life, uh, not the, the ones who are signing the death warrants. And so please stand with us. And, and I want to say, in, in, you know, a, a, as we think of Melissa Lucio's case, this is one of the really clear cases of someone who was wrongfully convicted. So I think, you know, in, in death penalty action, uh, which I have the honor of being the, uh, a part of the advisory board, uh, we're against all executions. We believe that killing uh, is the problem, not the solution, and that we heal the, the, the wounds of violence without more violence. But in this particular case, as you will see tonight, this is a case where someone was wrongfully convicted. And it also reminds us that this is not just an exception, but this has been the track record of state killing. Uh, I used to use the number that for every 10 executions, there's one exoneration. But now Abe had to correct me that the number's even worse, that for every eight executions, there's been one exoneration. And that's someone who has been able to prove their innocence and be released from death row after being sentenced to death? There's many, many others that plea bargained or that try, you know, that are trying to prove their innocence that didn't have DNA evidence or whatever it is. And so the, the question of how, do we really trust broken systems like our criminal justice system? Do we trust our government with the irreversible power? of life and death, especially when we know that they keep getting it wrong over and over. And if every nine planes that took off, if one of them crashed, we would all say, we've got to stop flying. There's something terribly wrong right now. And yet that's exactly our track record with the death penalty. So thank you for joining us. Even if you you don't consider yourself someone that's against the death penalty, I think tonight um, is, is about remembering that this is not just an issue to debate. These are human lives that are literally on the line, not just Melissa Lucio's and her life is on the line, but her family that already lived through a tragedy and lost one of the, the, the children in that family and now is faced with fighting for the life of their mother or their loved one. And so uh, we're gonna hear more about that case, but I just wanna say that it's, uh, for, to the Lucio family, thank you for all that you're doing. And thanks everybody for amplifying that message. And it, proximity makes all the difference in the world on this. The closer we are to those who are impacted by the death penalty, the more it makes it difficult to sleep at night and the more you realize we've got to end this filthy rotten practice of executing we we stand alone when it comes to most of the world we're one of the only countries that is still executing our own people and it is time to abolish it so I'll pitch it back to you Abe thanks so much everybody for joining us
1: well, here we are. Thank you, Shane, and welcome everybody that's watching that doesn't usually watch this. Um, you're invited to go to freemelissalucio.org and sign a petition, and that's how you get the notices that this is happening. With me, I am in the kitchen of Melissa's mother, Hope. Let me just show her Sonia Valencia, and she Hello. is. Um, Melissa's sister and and Sonia, share with us, please.
3: Today was very exciting. We got word, uh, new information regarding um, the care of Mariah when she was under the care of CPS, Child Protective Services and uh, her foster home. And we learned that Mariah, her first blow to the head was she fell at daycare and there's an incident report. She was taken to the doctor's office as well. Uh, but she fell and she hit her head, her forehead, and she got a concussion. They also mentioned that Mariah was getting was receiving weekly physical therapy uh, on her feet because she was needing special walking shoes, and she was hazardous to falls. Uh, I also read that she climbed uh, some stairs, maybe a few, and she also fell. Um... I also read that um, CPS, the Child Protective Services, authorized restraint. Again, she is two years old. To me, a restraint is they, they held her down tight or they tied her up with something. And they authorized that, Child Protective Services authorized that. And we were not aware, my sister was not aware that this was happening to Mariah in the Care of Child Protective Services.
1: And this is all new information that you got just today.
3: Yes, we learned that uh, today. Yes, we did. I, I, it's just unbelievable. So uh, yes, her first blow did come from CPS, her first blow to her head. The second blows, blows, I want to specify that, blows, B-L-O-W-S, came from the sister Alejandra. She mentioned it to me. She, her sister Daniela witnessed. The third head trauma was when she fell down the stairs. So she was already damaged goods when it, she was returned to her mother, Melissa. Melissa was not aware. We were not aware. But we are aware now. We are aware now.
1: So, Sonia, we, we had a um, big event this morning in, in, in Brownsville. Can you share about that a little bit?
3: Yes, it was it, it was very emotional. Uh, it was beautiful. The message was beautiful. The prayer Bishop Zodos, uh gave was beautiful. The march. um we're, we're thankful for all the supporters that we're receiving that Melissa's receiving. And we're just hoping and praying that uh, Louis Science hears us and sets Melissa free. It's
1: Louis Science is the, the district, district attorney. attorney
3: for Cameron County. So that's what we're, we're hoping for. Um, we're praying, but we're faithful and we're going to keep the faith and we're going to keep fighting. So we bring Melissa home. And just so everybody's clear,
1: you know, we'll show the the, um, There's a film about this, the state of Texas versus Melissa. And you can watch it on Hulu, you can watch it on Amazon Prime and you can watch it on the free Melissalucio.org page. And on Thursday, I'm sorry, Monday and Tuesday, it's coming Monday and Tuesday, March 7th and 8th, it will be free on our webpage. The distributors are giving us two days, 48 hours to make it free. And we're hoping to add some more days to that. But for the moment, you know, if you have a Hulu subscription or Amazon Prime or anything like that, you can just go and and watch. Uh, But if you don't or if you don't want to pay for it, anything like that, you can just go through on Monday and Tuesday. So we were talking about that. We were talking about why we were in Brownsville. That's the county seat for Cameron County, which is where all this was prosecuted. And we took the message again to the Office of the County Prosecutor. Uh, I'm gonna share my screen just real quick and share with you. Here's the news from today. This is the Texas newspaper. This is the front page. This Well, this should be a front page story tomorrow. You can see that the, the headline is about the bishop coming. This is the Bishop of Brownsville, uh, the Catholic bishop. And um, that's Bishop Daniel Flores. And here's some other pictures from the march. These are the newspaper pictures from just earlier today. Um, and this is uh, uh, Nora Montalvo Leendo and she's gonna share with us in a few minutes. And um, you know, so that's that's the, uh, the the news that we've generated today to try to reach as many people in Cameron County as we can because Louis Signs is the only person, the only individual in the world who has the unilateral power to withdraw to rescind this execution warrant and reinvestigate the case, he's the DA. Um, the DA requests the date and the DA can unrequest the date. Um, and of course, we're also organizing all over Texas because if the courts don't stop this, if the lawyers are unsuccessful in stopping in the courts um, and if the DA doesn't act, then uh, it's going to go to the governor and the board of pardons and Paroles, which the governor appoints. But I want to bring in John. There's John and, and Nora. We're going to come to you, John. How are you doing today? Um, what what you'd like people to know?
4: My name is John Lucio. Um, I'm I am the oldest son of Melissa Lucio. We just we've been we've been out here doing, uh, been been trying to prove the innocence of my mother. Oh, uh, letting the world know that that uh, my mother's not guilty for what she's been incarcerated for for the past 15 years. Now with execution date, April 27th, we're trying to uh, get that, that date removed um, by proving her innocence, letting the world know that uh, she is not the, the, the cause of my sister's Mariah's death. Um, we've been with the death penalty action since uh, the, we received the devastating news of uh, my mother's execution date. And um, since then we've been quite busy working on uh, a lot of uh, publicity, working on the Texas tour, uh, media um, little rallies today's march really really cool stuff today man i really really thank you guys for coming out here abe and uh charles everything's pretty cool abe um
1: let me put John on Shane, shade and he can carry on some conversation with you and
2: uh boy i think there you know there's probably john you, you, we've been on a couple of calls together and there's probably a lot of new folks that are coming in that are you know Wondering what they can do to be supportive right now, and I'm I'm sure there's like the usual things like sign the petition watch the video, but are there other things ways that people can financially or otherwise support your family right now and um, uh, you know ways that they can follow you and keep updated on what they can do to support. Oh,
4: I mean, the, the, I mean, we, there is a GoFundMe page. Um, I mean, I always just refer to Sabrina Vantassel's page. That, that's that's the kind of funds that helps that's been helping us actually get to um, to and back from uh, visitation with my mother. Uh, when we received her execution date, goal was to go every every weekend, and um, we did that for about co- quite a few weekends straight. But of course, there's other people and family and friends that want to see my mother as well. So um, as much as I didn't want to. Uh, Miss a weekend with her, I mean, I had to, you know, my mother wants to see uh, her friends and family as well. So, um, yeah, that. Uh, but um, I mean, the GoFundMe page is there. Is I mean, that's what it's utilized for. You know, it's not utilized for anything else. I really wouldn't know too many other uh, links or anything else about um, Abe. You might be able to share something with that.
1: And that is to go to FreeMelissaLucio dot org at the top three, And then there's the what you can do, drop down, you can watch the film, you can sign the petition, you can contact government officials. Um, and, and that's what we're asking everybody to do, especially. And, and, and not just sign a petition, sign a petition and make the phone calls. They all went and were in the governor's office a couple of weeks ago and, and heard that our phone calls were being heard, right? So there's this, there's uh, resources where you can get um, downloadable signs that you can print out and flyers that you can print out and share with people, and you can order a T-shirt and wear your T-shirt. And people always say, "Well, what's that? What's that about?" And then you can hand them a flyer or just hand them a flyer. There's all kinds of things that you can do. So that's all on the web page here. And back at the, uh, John was mentioning the GoFundMe page that supports the, the family's trips and some of the other work that's being done. And that's down here, there's this link at the bottom. Um, support Melissa's family, you can cl- click on that. You can also donate to the, the campaign directly and that's how we are able to make more signs and more flyers. Today, we started with 20,000 flyers that we printed up to get all over Cameron County uh, this weekend. And we dropped them to some churches where they can pass them out. And we've got lots of people, myself and Charles, we, we leave cars in the parking lot when mm-hmm. we were in a store. Oh, anything like that—that's what we want to do. But I will tell yeah, you, it's great. You know, the money that we raise, we will spend working to stop this execution.
2: Yeah, hey, John, but, but tell folks—you know—I'm sure since the since the film came out, I mean, you watch the film, and a lot of folks really <laughs> feel deeply for you, for your family, um, for what you've been through, and I'm sure that there's a lot that's happened since the film. And I wonder if there's if there's anything that you want to kind of add on that's not in the film, or things that gone through since the film that um, the film doesn't really capture, or even your mom. You know, if there's things that you've seen in her over the years since the film exactly. has been made um, that folks might want to know about. When I actually when I was
4: released from incarceration, it took me a little minute to watch it. My wife had mm-hmm. a opportunity to just watch it. Just watch it. You uh, know, I, I t- it took me a little. It took me a little while. Once I saw it, it took me about maybe four months. As a matter of fact, to be, to be specific, when I watched it, it was just too much. Like yeah. from the beginning to the end, it was just too emotional. Too uh, it was hard. It was hard to watch. I was um, a lot of pain. A lot of bra- a lot of tears. Uh, the 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 film says very well. I mean, there's not really. I mean. Anything that was left out. I mean, there was of course just a bunch left out of that film. It's just too much, like, I guess, to talk about. Hmm. Um, but okay. Sonia
1: shared earlier about the new information that Charles dug up.
4: Yes. That's a that's another thing that's not was not put into the film. I mean, the film was actually just a documentary to be done, some of my mother's story. Or whatnot and i know uh, no,
2: there's a lot of folks that are writing your mom too are there ways that people can be supportive of your mom right now or is there it feels like it seems like you all are visiting really regularly and things like that right any way that people can be praying for supporting your mom
4: my brother wants to, my brother said something um, here they can you know go to the go to the um, facebook page sign the petition you know share yeah. on their on their social media accounts you know um tell people tell people about you know um the documentary you know if they if they, you know, know one of us, they can you know tell their friends, tell their moms, their grandmas, you know, just get it out. So um, yeah, like he said, I mean, uh, I've been supportive towards her, of course. Petition signatures, most definitely. She has been receiving tons of mail. Telling me all the time when we go to visit, like she doesn't even have time to catch up to everybody's mail. It's hard since she's received the execution date. It's just been letter after letter after letter, like every every single day, a bunch of JPay and of course most of them, a lot of them she cannot respond to because many of the people are not aware of uh, putting their, their uh, address information or um, their contact information on the on the JPay. And um, your address does not automatically come on there, so you will have to put your address on there and whatnot. She has them, she would love to respond to them, but she can't because she don't have sender's address.
1: Just to be clear, what John is talking about is put your physical per, uh, postal mail address, because she's not responding by email back. To, she prints them out, and she writes you an actual letter and sends it in the mail. And uh, for those who are watching online, I believe it's on the webpage.
2: Aaron joined us. Uh, one of the folks that's been organized with, with you down there, but you can get to him in a minute. Did you want to, anybody else in the family want to share? I,
1: give, I wanted to make sure we talked to Anna, Anna uh, Uh, said, and also uh, Nara who are here with us um, that organized in Brownsville but I want to give Sonia and um, John a moment to say a final word and then we're going to keep it moving with a couple of the other guests that are here.
3: Watch the film, sign the petition, Mm write to the governor. Parole pardons. We friends share. please share. Talk about it to other family members, friends. Well, let me
1: introduce uh, Nora uh, and Melissa who are here, and invite you to just share a little bit about who you are and how you came into this picture, and what we did today. And
5: I got the shirt that that says that says it all. The message that the people need to hear: Save Melissa Lucio. Very simple. Save Melissa Lucio. Stop the execution. I spoke directly into the camera and spoke directly to Mr. Luis Sainz, our current DA, not the corrupted one, the current DA who can make it right for Melissa and her family. So, yes, today, um, I'm Nora Montalvo Liendo. I'm a community advocate for women who live with domestic violence and women who have experienced sexual assault. I work on preventing uh, violence against women, and I work uh, on prevention of the children who are exposed to the violence. And so Melissa's cause is very important because she is a victim. She was a victim uh, of cumulative traumas and Melissa shouldn't be where she's at. So that's who I am. I'm going to introduce I'm going to introduce here Ana Luisa Tapia. I'm going to let her say where she's from, why she was here today.
6: Good evening to everybody. It's the bendiga. May the Lord richly bless you for what you're doing. Every effort, every phone call, every email that you share with your friends, with your contacts to share the information on Melissa Lucio. Uh, I am the Lulat State of Texas Chaplain, and our voice is being, our voices are being united with your voices to ask that the death warrant on Melissa Lucio be vacated. That is what we're saying, and we're going to say it in español. We're going say it in English. The message stands. We the people stand on that. What can I say that hasn't been said already? Hasta la victoria. We will not quit. We will not run. We're the nation's oldest civil rights organization. We've been through things. we brought our community to a better tomorrow, which is today. And we're not going to stop. So if y'all say the same, let's go.
1: I don't know. So you use the acronym LULA. Can you explain a little bit more about what that is? And maybe step a little bit more in front of the camera, too.
6: I'm OK not being in the camera as long as y'all can hear me, because my voice and the message is We need that death warrant vacated. No option. No option. It doesn't, if you still have questions and the people, the government is for the people and by the people and the people are saying there are still a lot of questions. There are a lot of questions and there's a lot of other information that keeps coming up and we're asking everybody and everybody's level of influence and everybody's integrity to take your stand, declare it. And this has got to change. It has got to stop. We respect life. We spoke to the bishop today from the womb to the tomb. We respect that. The acronym LULAC, League of United Latin American Citizens, established in 1929 because of injustice. In the year 2022, we're standing here because of injustice.
1: Thank you. Nora, you wanted to have some further thoughts.
6: Yes, I just uh, I just wanted to
5: tell you about today. Uh, like John was saying, Sonia, it was just very positive, uh, energetic event in all Port of Melissa. I want to thank, first of all, Bishop Flores for taking the time to be there and sharing his words with the family, with the supporters. Uh, it was just a phenomenal uh, time for the Bishop to be there with us. Uh, the other people I also want to thank, Isis Martin who sang two beautiful songs, two beautiful songs uh, with us. Uh, I want to thank Ana Luisa Tapia, who came from Killeen, and Gloria Moreno, uh, one of the strongest leaders uh, here in Cameron County that uh, works for justice for all. You know, we have to thank the media outlets. Um, The media outlets were there because they want to tell Melissa's story. And so I wanna thank all the media outlets. I don't know, and I, I, I don't wanna name any of them because I don't, I don't, uh, don't wanna leave somebody out. So I, I just wanna thank everybody. I think it was a great event. Uh, it was a perfect day. Uh, it was a beautiful weather. And um, I wanna thank the people that are on this uh, Zoom call also that are participating and listening to us. You know, Please share Melissa's story. Please make sure to reach out to the key people we're talking about, which is the DA's office, the Board of Parole Pardons, and and Governor Abbott. And uh, let's let's save Melissa and let's stop the execution. Bottom line. Thank you so much for giving me the time.
1: Thank you, Nora. Shane, do you want to introduce Aaron and we can show the, the trailer whenever you're ready?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all, thanks for all, all of you down there in Texas. We're, you know, you got people all over the country, all over the world that are standing in solidarity with you in every way that we can. And at um, Death Penalty Action, we, we really believe in centering the people who are directly impacted by the death penalty. And the more you learn about it, the more you hear the tears and the pain of what the death penalty is doing uh, the the more it puts a fire in your bones to try to abolish it. And uh, by the way, y'all were you know we work directly with murder victims, family members, uh, folks who they have been they have survived um, a lot of violence and yet they they've walked away saying that the solution to the violence is not more violence and the death penalty does not heal the wounds for victims. So there's murder victims, family members, there's other exonerees, folks that were wrongfully convicted just like Melissa is. There's, um, what is there now, Abe? Almost 200 exonerees um, all over the country that were sentenced to death and are now free. What's that exact number?
1: 186 plus, um, if you count the people that took, that took pleas because they didn't want to face reconviction again, but there's no evidence against them, it's over 200. You You go to the Innocence tab on death penalty penalty info.org to find out a lot more about it.
2: And you also think about all the years that were taken from these wrongfully convicted people, you know, 2,000 years cumulatively of their lives that has been taken from them. And we're hoping that Melissa Lucio will be on that official list soon, that she will be one of those people that was proven to be wrongfully convicted and set free. And that's what we're working for. for. Right now, we're working to stop the execution, but we're also uh, not going to stop organizing until uh, Melissa Lucio is proved innocent of of what she's convicted of. And there's a lot of folks that are working together. One of those is... um, Aaron. Aaron and his wife, Michelle, are friends of Red Letter Christians, are friends of mine. We had the chance of standing together down in Austin around another execution, and you're in the heart of Texas. You love Jesus, and you're <laughs> trying. <Amen. laughs> and uh, somebody was saying, we, we talk about being pro-life, but on the death penalty, uh, Christians yeah. have not always been the best champions of nope. life, uh, and you mm-hmm. can't be pro-life and pro-death penalty. So mm. Thanks for joining us tonight, brother. You uh bring us a word, man. Tell us what you're what you are doing, but what all you know other yeah. folks can do as well that, that yeah. you know might be choosing to do this, not because it chose them, but because you know, we, we've got to all do what we can. We don't want to look back at this moment and say, I could have done more, right?
7: Yeah. That's right. No, that's good. That's good. Thanks for the invitation y'all and and to the others on this call. I've, I've had the joy of getting to know them over the last couple of weeks uh, with the entire Lucille family. And uh, you, as, as uh, one of the other sisters mentioned on here that, that, that has uh being people of the book, the good book, we we should care about life and justice because of the inherent dignity and worth of every human being. Uh, That's a a foundational doctrine of Christianity, uh, what we call the Imago Dei, that every human has been given the image of God in which God's image is stamped upon each person, and as such, each person should be treated with the highest of value and respect. Uh, and, and the scriptures don't mess around on this, particularly when it comes to justice, which is why Christians should care about justice. Right? Let, me, let me just read a couple of verses. We have Exodus 23, verse 6. Uh, this is uh, God speaking to Moses. Think of that, uh, that imagery of, of God giving the Decalogue and the Ten Commandments and all of the Mosaic law. This is what God says in, in Exodus 23.6. God says, do not deny justice to your poor people in their lawsuit. Have nothing to do with a false charge and do not put an innocent or honest person to death, for I will not acquit the guilty. Uh, and, and even later uh, passage, Proverbs 17.15 uh, reads this. Equitting the guilty and condemning the innocent, the Lord detests them both. And so God takes great uh, anger when there is an injustice like this, when when innocent people are are on death row and face the death penalty. And so we, of, of Christians of all people, should be leading the charge uh, on on this on this front. Uh, so myself and and as, as as brother Shane mentioned, my wife, uh, we, we we serve on staff at Hope Community Church in Austin, Texas, and and we care deeply about. Uh, justice, because God does. Uh, we're not making it up. We're not looking to the things of the world for that. We, we've got it all in the scriptures for us. Uh, and so, one of one one opportunity that we want to share with y'all is uh, this Tuesday on March eighth at seven p.m. We are uh, hosting a screening of the documentary. Uh, and Lord willing, uh, some members of the Lucio family will be there. I think Brother uh, A Bonowitz will be there as well, uh, because we want to raise greater awareness here in Central Texas about this. But then, even for myself as a clergy member, as a pastor, uh, as, as Brother Shane mentioned, many Protestants are, have a woeful history when it comes to pushing back against the death penalty. And, and for me as a fellow pastor, I want to bring other Christian leaders into this to see uh, this. We, we condemn the innocent much more frequently than we care, admit. And we have put, we have condemned and killed innocent people, uh, so we need to get rid of uh, the death penalty, and uh, and so we're we're grateful that we can partner with Red Letter Christians and Death Penalty Action, uh, and so we're praying mightily and heartily that the and that our God in heaven would would move in the people's hearts, those who who who, who are the decision makers, and would grant uh, the, the, this this injustice to be overturned. And so that's our prayer. And um, and so again, if you guys know anybody who are in Austin or Central Texas, holler at them, tell them to come up on Tuesday. March eighth, seven PM uh, here in Austin. We we have a, a event a Facebook event page you can look at as well uh, with with more instructions directions. But yeah, thanks for the opportunity. Awesome,
2: my brother. Yeah, thank you, man. Well, I, uh, we're we're gonna not not gonna go too much longer, but we, we want to do a couple other things. And I, um, you know, first of all, Aaron, I was thinking that you were sharing. Uh, there was another execution that was interrupted in the gospel, right? And that was a woman. Yeah who was wrongfully, or she was, she was brought out before the whole town. And first of all, she was uh, being killed for adultery, which was a capital Mm. crime at the time. Right. But there was no dude there. There were a lot Mm. of problems in the whole thing. Right. And Jesus comes into the middle of that exit and all of these men had their stones ready to kill her. And Jesus says, let the one who is without sin cast the first stone. Oh, yeah. Come on, y'all. I ain't going to preach long, but I'm just going to say those stones <laughs> dropped go. and the men walked away and Jesus was left with the woman and he said, where did they all go? Mm. And then he said to her, go and sin no more. And you get the sense that the very heart of that story is that no one is above reproach mm. and no one is beyond redemption. That's right. God's grace is big enough to cover any of the wrongs that we have done. Even Mm. someone, not not like Melissa, but even someone who is rightfully convicted Mm. of murder, Mm. even they should not be killed because God's grace is bigger than our sins. And Jesus himself said, I've not come for the healthy, but for the sick. I've come for those who are struggling. That's the whole story. So y'all, if you believe in Jesus, uh, reach Mm. out to Governor Abbott because he's professing that same faith. And Mm. yet he uh, has uh, been had this pattern of carrying out almost half the executions in our country. And this Hmm. is also, so it's an issue of our faith, but this is also an issue around racial justice that I I just want to say tonight, we would be irresponsible if we didn't name the fact that it's not just the Bible belt where executions are happening, but it is also the formerly Confederate states. The states that held on to slavery the longest are the states that continue to execute. And where lynchings were happening 100 years ago, executions are happening today. And when you look at the death penalty, you see some of the clearest signs of systemic racism embedded in the system. That who actually ends up facing the death penalty is not the worst of the worst, but the poorest of the poor and disproportionately people of color in America. There aren't many rich folks on death row. And so that's an issue of racial justice, of economic justice. But in this case, it's also a case of innocence. And so I want to end every execution. But right now, there's an execution of a woman who's wrongfully convicted in Texas. And every person, whether you believe in the death penalty or not, let us rise up together to say, save Melissa Lucio. So thank you for joining us Amen. tonight. Back to you, Abe. We're going to watch a little clip, uh, but Abe, close us out. And thanks again for the family. I know you guys are so uh, busy. You've got a lot on your heart and on your plate. And uh, it means so much for you to show up. And we'll try to keep showing up for you. We love you.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Aaron. We'll see you in the morning. We're um, going to car a load of people down for the service at 11 a.m. All right. At 7 o'clock, we're going to be showing the film. I'm going to show you a trailer to the film in a moment.
0: My name is Melissa Elizabeth Lucio.
5: I'm 48 years old. I have 14 children. I've been on death row
3: 11 years. There were bruises from head to toe.
5: There were bruises on the face, in the hair, on the chest this was the worst case of child abuse I had ever seen.
0: Oh my gosh. She
5: fell all the way down. From the first step up there, all the way down here. Imagine the baby fell.
6: The baby. And did you see her fall, or did somebody tell you that that's
3: what had happened? The saw. Nice that interview was never presented to the court.
6: And none of those kids ever said that their mom was beating up on Mariah.
5: It was during election time. Armando Villalobos was running again for DA. I'm the first Hispanic woman on death row, so this was a huge case for him.
7: Bribery was endemic. He'd be compensated for favorable treatment in criminal cases.
3: That was a plan. Put her away. My mother, poor, perfect target, to help him win his election. She's not criminal, they're the criminals
6: they criminal.
7: Let me see. Let me turn that off over here,
6: Hold on. Jackson
1: in Georgia. All right, so you can see how powerful that is, um, the film. And and again, you can watch it and we need to tell the world. We can watch it for free on freemelissalucio.org on um, Monday and Tuesday, whole 24 hours, so 48 hours from midnight in time. Uh, Sunday night until midnight Eastern time, Tuesday night. For those whole 48 hours, the film has been for free at pre Um And uh, we've got uh, John uh, and Bobby, if you want to give a final word in a moment, we've got a friend, a brother here. You want to say a few words also? Yeah. Yeah. You can sit over here. Uh, well, I don't want to sit there
8: because I want to I want the spotlight to be on my sister. <laughs> uh, hello, guys. My name is Renee Renee. Uh, Rene I'm Melissa's. Uh, favorite brother, <laughs> little brother. Uh, it's like she's with us, right? Um, I just wanted to share with you guys that uh, this smile that you see there, you know, that's my sister, that's Melissa that we know. And it's crazy because the state wants to uh, you know, take her life, take that smile away. Um, I haven't seen her in a couple of years, but I can guarantee you that she's still living every day with this same smile, no matter what circumstances she's going through. Um, So I just wanted to just close with that, close it. If you guys could just please say a prayer for my sister uh, that we can be able to save her, um, her life, you know, um, stop this execution. Um, You know, me and her were were like this. She was my go-to. She was my mom, my second mom when my mom wasn't here. She was always working. Um, But, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys and share that, you know, although she's not here physically, she is here with us. Uh, sitting here with Abe and Sonia was here. You couldn't see her, but Sonia got up and she left and Sonya stayed and Melissa stayed here. And that image just, you know, it just came, it just came to me and said, wow, like, like, you know, <laughs> we're doing all this for her, but she's doing it for herself as well. You know, she's here with that beautiful smile that she's carried forever. You know, the pictures that you know you've seen on the news and stuff, that that's not who who, who she is. This is who she is. You know, she's Melissa Lucio with that beautiful smile and that character of, of that God gave only her. Mm-hmm. You know, so for, for them to say that she did what she did is totally false. I, I, I do believe in my heart. So, yeah, I, I just wanted to share that um, about my sister with my sister. And I love you. And I know she'll, she'll come home. So, thank you guys, everybody, for everything you're doing, no matter if it's just a prayer, donations, whatever. Uh, no kind of help is not good. Um, no kind of help is, is every help is good enough, you know? So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. We really appreciate it.
1: That's all I want to say. Thank you, you, brother. And John, you have a final thought before we close it out? Um, yeah, I would just like to thank everybody.
4: Also, um, thank everybody for everything, every, uh, every, man, every signature, every penny donated, every, uh, every input that everybody has put in man i would just like to thank everybody um my mother she's really thankful she's really thankful as, as well um she's really thankful and grateful i mean i wish she could she wish she could write to everybody you know of course we know there's more than just one supporter you know some more than handfuls you know, thousands of people supporting you know uh, but she i mean hopefully a, i'm i'm more than sure a lot of people are aware and know that she is a thankful woman um she wish she could write to everybody it's not easy <laughs> It's not easy after receiving tons and tons of mail daily I mean she does a deal with arthritis and um, she has to she, she when she gets um, like her her fingers get tired of writing she use a typewriter and then her typewriter uh, her, her, her fingers will get tired of typewriting so I mean it she can only do so much and it's it's hard like so by the time the week the weekend comes she has hundreds of letters that she's behind so it's hard for her to catch up with with um, Excuse me, I'm sorry. Was male, but um, I would just like to thank everybody, everybody from family, friends, straight, complete strangers, um, being supportive toward my mother. I mean that, that that really means a whole lot. It really does. I mean, and that's why I see it from a different perspective now, and I want to do the same in return and help out in any any way I can help out to uh, victims of uh people that are in the same situation like my my family are. Uh, but um, once again, I just want to thank everybody. Appreciate everybody for everything, for all the support. I just ask y'all just keep on uh, uplifting my mother's prayers. Um, just keep keep her spirit alive. She, I mean, uh, we us interceding for her. You know, she's she's. Our prayers are being heard. Our prayers are being heard, and uh, I I believe there's gonna be a great outcome. I mean, say they say faith the size of the seed moves mountains, and I believe it. We just gotta put our faith into actions and keep on.
3: So, yeah. I wanna say thank you <laughs> to everybody watching. Um, watch the film, sign the petition, share the word, write the governor. Please science, uh, we want our sister home. We wanna grow old with our sister, our mom, her daughter, her aunt, her grandchildren. She's got quite a bit of grandchildren now and they don't know. So please help us save Melissa Lucio. Melissa's beautiful lady here. Um, thank you, thank you. And we know God is moving mountains and we're gonna bring her home. So God bless everybody from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you.
1: Thank you, guys. Amen to that.
0: Hola, yo soy Dolores Huerta. Y les estoy pidiendo que nos ayuden porque tenemos que salvar una vida de una mujer que la quieren ejecutar el día 27 de abril en el estado de Texas. Ella está acusada que mató a su hija Mariah, pero en verdad ella no la mató. Nunca hubo una investigación apropiada. Queremos pedirles que muchen un documental que ahorita está en Hulu y también en Amazon, que explica lo que pasó en este caso. El documental se llama El Estado de Texas en Contra de Melissa Lucio. Estas peticiones que estamos juntando están dirigidas al fiscal del condado y la Mesa de Texas de Perdones y Libertad Condicional, y también al gobernador de Texas, Greg Abbott. Por favor, watch el documental, firmen las peticiones Hagan llamadas de teléfono. También pueden agarrar más información en la internet premelissalucio.org. Por favor, ayúdenos. Todos juntos podemos salvar la vida de esta mujer. Ella es inocente, no merece la pena de muerte. Sí se puede.